You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're talking Pirates baseball today on this Thursday, March 9th. Adam Barry joining us as always. Adam, we thank you as always for the time and a, a timely podcast today, Adam, again on this Thursday because just hours ago, Major League Baseball making a rather cool announcement that the Pirates and Cardinals are going to play a regular season game in Williamsport, Pennsylvania during the Little League World Series, which I think uh, everybody, kids especially, and maybe some of the adults too, are very excited about. So give us the details on that and kind of how this whole thing uh, came together to make this happen. Yeah, the Pirates and Cardinals are going to play a, a special game in, in Williamsport Historic Bowman Field on August 20th. It was scheduled to be a Pirates home game against the Cardinals, an afternoon game. Now it will be a Sunday night baseball game. Uh, you know, a pretty big deal. Uh, the Pirates are going to head from PNC Park over to, to Williamsport along with the Cardinals. They'll take in a Little League World Series game in the afternoon, uh, kind of soak up the atmosphere and then play a game and in front of a bunch of Little Leaguers, you know, coaches and families, which I think could be a pretty interesting atmosphere uh, for anyone who's ever been to one of those kind of kids' day uh, games at a, at a big league ballpark. Imagine that just with a 4,500-seat uh, stadium filled with nothing but kids and their and their families. So, uh, it'll be it'll be fun. Clint Hurdle uh, managed in Williamsport when he was a minor league manager in 1991, and I think he said it pretty well that you know that area is always electric during the Little League World Series. You got so many people brought there uh, just for the purpose of baseball. So I think there's going to be a lot of excitement in the town, obviously, and such a unique event. Uh, you know, we saw it a little bit last year with the Fort Bragg game that MLB put together. Uh, it'll just be a little bit more uh, even sort of baseball-centric this year with the, the game over at Williamsport. Uh, it should be a fun uh, fun deal for everybody. I think, you know, some fans might not be happy with losing a Pirates home game, but, you know, it's something different. It's something you might not see uh, anytime soon, certainly something we've never seen before. Uh, for a couple of guys, including the Hurdle, it'll be a return to Williamsport where they, where they were in their minor league days. That was where Jordy Mercer, the shortstop for the Pirates, made his professional debut. Uh, Jared Hughes pitched there, so not a lot of guys involved in the Little League World Series with the Pirates like there are with the Cardinals, but certainly some ties to that area and that field, so I think they're really looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, and for the kids especially, I mean, dream come true to see, you know, to, to play in front of uh, real, legit major leaguers. Uh, that's going to be something special, and I'd be remiss if I did not mention that the defending Little League World Series champions are from Enwell, New York. That is 10 minutes from my hometown of Binghamton. Those kids uh, did the region uh, very, very well. Uh, a lot of pride in the region as uh, they won the Little, Little League World Series last summer, so hats off to them. And heck, maybe they repeat in 2017. You never know. And I know that uh, in talking to uh, your your counterparts, uh, Jen Langosh, the Cardinals reporter, she mentioned that uh, both Lance Lynn and Randall Gritchick played in the Little League World Series. And uh, from the sounds of it, uh, no current Pirates have played in the Little League World Series by anybody you've covered in the past, uh, Adam? Uh, yeah, Kevin Cash, actually, the Rays manager, played there uh, with, a, with a team out of Tampa, not far from where I grew up, as a matter of fact. So uh, there's certainly a tie there. I mean, you look at you know Todd Frazier, obviously, we all know that story. Uh, a lot of guys, actually, throughout baseball. It's kind of an oddity, if anything, that the Pirates don't have somebody mm -hmm. with uh, you know a direct connection to that Little League World Series. But, hey, who knows? You know, maybe we'll see a future Pirate uh, playing there while we're there and, uh, on August 20th. Yeah, you never know. Maybe one of those kids from Enwell uh, who won it all last year could be a future <laughs> Pirate. Uh, you never know. 
but uh, it's going to be quite an event. Uh, Sunday night baseball, a major league game in a minor league ballpark uh, with a seating capacity of under 2,500. That's going to be quite a spectacle. And like I said, just a thrill for the kids and the adults uh, to, to have this uh, conjunction come together between Major League Baseball and the Little League World Series. Uh, shifting gears, Adam, from that to the World Baseball Classic, the defending champions from 2013 the Dominican Republic take the field in about 20 minutes here as we speak on a Thursday. But uh, yesterday, they squared off with the Pirates at uh, Lecom Park down in Florida. And that meant seeing some rather uh, odd or surreal matchups, uh, such as Garrett Cole pitching to Starling Marte. We also saw Tyler Glass now dealing to Gregory Polanco. What kind of a sight was that for you and for the fans to see these guys, you know, face one another, uh, you know, teammates on different teams? Yeah, I felt like it was kind of weird for me. It was weird for, you know, the fans in the in the crowd. Uh, but the guys actually involved kind of downplayed the whole thing. And, you know, I think maybe at a different time of year, they would have thought it was more unusual. But you got to remember, you know, these guys are coming off of live batting practice and simulated games and spring training, the first week of workouts, where they do actually line up against each other and try to, you know, try to get hits and, you know, try to strike each other out. So it's not terribly unusual this time of year. It was definitely different to see, you know, Marte and Polanco in the Dominican jerseys, uh, you know, stepping into the box against Garrett Cole and Tyler Glass now, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, the, the, the guys involved weren't really all that uh, befuddled by the whole process. But yeah, I think it was more impressive just to see the lineup that that Dominican team brought into Lee Com Park. I mean, uh, Quinn Hurdle said it pretty well when he said that's probably the toughest lineup Garrett Cole's going to face all year. Uh, and he shut him out for three innings. And, you know, this is a guy who's going to pitch against the Red Sox on opening day. He'll face the Cubs and Cardinals throughout the year. He'll probably line up against the Dodgers and Nationals. But, yeah, I mean, that Dominican lineup is just loaded. And they had uh, Marte and Polanco in there uh, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, one through nine, they, like you said, loaded is the word. And uh, no reason to think that they cannot repeat here in 2017. But hats off to uh, Garrett Cole for what he said, uh, pitched a shutout into the fourth inning against that lineup who was, uh, you know, tuning up for the real deal here tonight. So uh, that's definitely a positive sign for Garrett Cole as he, of course, uh, faces another good offense at Fenway Park against the Red Sox on opening day in Boston. And, Adam, with regards to, uh, you know, the overall attitude towards the World Baseball Classic, curious to get your thoughts about what the Pirates, you know, take on it is. Are the guys on the team, you know, kind of invested in the tournament? Are they, you know, like, for instance, are they tracking the exploits of uh, Marte and Polanco? Are they, you know, keeping tabs on their native country? Or is it more of a matter of it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, because they're not competing in it, and they have the the task at hand to do what they have to do, you know, just to, in some cases, make the team uh, for the Pirates, for the for the Major League side of things, you know. Where, where do the Pirates fall here in terms of interest in the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, it kind of you know runs the spectrum a little bit. The games are always on at the Pirates Clubhouse uh, when you walk in there, even early in the morning. You know, you have some of those live games going on in, in Korea or Japan, so that's pretty neat to see guys watching uh, live baseball at 7:30 a.m. Uh, they're you know they're pretty invested, especially guys who have former or current teammates involved. Um, you know, they they obviously want to see their friends do well. They want to see their home country do well. Uh, we had an interesting case with Jared Lakin, uh, who's uh, in Israel's designated pitcher pool. Uh, he was obviously pulling for them to, you know, make it out of the first round, and they did. Mm -hmm. uh, and then this morning he flew out to go join him for the second round. So, you know, there was some personal investment in there. Uh, you know, Ivan Nova is in the Dominicans pitcher pool, so you could see where he might want to, you know, kind of jump in on the action as well. Uh, you know, obviously the guys want to see uh, Andrew McCutcheon, Josh Harrison do well for Team USA, uh, Marte and Polanco for the Dominican, and uh, Francisco Cervelli for uh, Team Italy, as well as Eric Wood for Team Canada. 
You could understand as well, though, from the Pirates' perspective, where they might get a little bit nervous about seeing some of these guys go away. For instance, Andrew McCutcheon uh, started in left field in the first exhibition uh, against the Twins, I believe it was. As you may have heard, Andrew McCutcheon will be playing right field for the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. Uh, Starling Marte may have twisted his ankle a little bit uh, in the exhibition, ironically, against the Pirates. Uh, he's not able to play uh, in tonight's game, evidently, which means Gregory Polanco is going to play center field. And again, as you know, Gregory Polanco is playing left field for the Pirates this year. So, you know, there is a little bit of concern when you get guys kind of you know off the reservation a little bit, you know, especially if an injury is involved at all. Uh, that's from the team perspective, though. I think, you know, the players are, are pretty interested in it. They, you know, they like competitive baseball. They like watching, uh, you know, friends and former teammates and stuff get out on the field. But, you know, kind of the 30,000-foot view, uh, you know, you can understand why as much as the Pirates think it's great for the game, great for baseball globally, you know, there is a little bit of concern about kind of, you know, letting your letting your guys off the reservation a little bit. Yeah, no question. Uh, for as many high fives as there might be in the clubhouse watching the games, there's got to be just as many, you know, fingernails chewed in the front office uh, for the reasons you just mentioned. Uh, you know, nothing serious, but some some uh, some tweaks, uh, some aches and pains here and there. It's something you don't want to see as you gear up for opening day in the first few days of April. But hopefully the Pirates come out of this thing unscathed, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, with the DR as they take the field now in about 15 minutes against Canada in each team's opener of the World Baseball Classic. Adam, to begin to wrap up here, uh, Josh Bell on the field for the first time this spring the other day in the Pirates' uh, rather lopsided win over the Yankees. And uh, I don't think the numbers, whatever they were, nearly as important as just how he's feeling coming off the offseason surgery on his knee. So how is he feeling? Yeah, he looked good. He felt good. You know, the numbers aren't really a concern at this point in time. He said he didn't feel like he was too far behind his teammates, which is maybe the best thing, uh, you know, he could have said at that point. I think it's an injury, honestly, that, you know, if this were the regular season, if the surgery had happened closer to opening day, they might have pushed him a little bit harder. Uh, but he emphasized several times that he's been feeling good for weeks, you know, but they were very deliberate in the rehab process. You know, they brought him along slowly. I uh, just wanted to make sure that he was fully 100% before he even started. Uh, you know, he's already jumped in with, I think it was four or five innings uh, at first base. Hadn't really been tested a whole lot there. He had a double rounded uh, first really well on the surgically repaired knee. So, I think, uh, you know, maybe the Pirates' first big injury scare of the spring, Josh Bell's sort of minor knee surgery back on February 1st, uh, has turned out to be, uh, you know, kind of no big deal, which is really the best news they could have had with Josh Bell is essentially no news. Yeah, uh, when it comes to injuries, you're right. You nailed it. Uh, no news is the best news indeed. And, Adam, to wrap up here, uh, I know there's about three or four guys in the mix for that fifth starter job. Uh, it's still early, still a long way to go, but if he had to pick one guy right now, who may have something of an, of an inside track on that fifth starter spot, who might it be? I'm still going to go with Drew Hutchison just based on the major league experience. You know, he's going to make $2.3 million this year. He was the Pirates' loan return in that Francisco Liriano and prospects deal with the Blue Jays. Uh, you know, and nobody has really stood out to this point. The guys are only throwing three innings, so you're not going to learn a whole lot from you know, spring training results, period, much less spring training results before March 9th. Um, I, I said Hutchison would probably lock down the job at uh, the start of spring training, and I haven't really been given uh, compelling evidence to change my answer to this point. Tyler Glass now had that really great uh, first appearance against the Orioles. Uh, he's kind of fallen into some troubles, walk issues uh, in his last couple of outings. Stephen Brault is still intriguing because he's the only lefty. Uh, we've seen a lot more power, uh, which is something that Neil Huntington said could be the result of you know him being well past the hamstring injury that affected him last year. 
uh, you know, and we've seen Trevor Williams put the ball on the ground, which is what he does and something the Pirates like. Uh, you know, we'll see Drew Hutchison start uh, tomorrow uh, against the Rays at, at Lecom Park. That'll be another good uh, chance to maybe see him work three or four innings. But, uh, you know, at this point, it's hard to draw any big conclusions, which is why I'm sort of sticking with my initial, you know, gut feeling and going with Drew Hutchison. All right. So it, it appears it's uh, Drew's job to lose. But like you said, a long way to go and a lot can change in the next uh, couple of weeks heading up to opening day. Great stuff, as always, from Adam Barry. Adam, we thank you for the time, and we'll do it again at this time next week. In the meantime, Matt Waymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Pittsburgh Pirates. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.